You're listening to Movie Fighters on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Go to greenlitpodcast.com to learn more. You'll love to fight with something to eat. Sometimes it's savory, sometimes it's sweet. Not situation. Watch us it on. Hello, friends, and welcome to Snack Situation. It's the podcast where we eat snacks, and we talk about them, and we rank them on a list of snacks, because we like to snack, and we are a couple snacks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We've been doing this show for a while, and I do not have an intro. My name's Chris Sims, and with me, as always, is Mr. Matt Wilson. Matt, how you doing? We Good. We've never gotten to that point before, certainly. I'm feeling myself today, Matt. Uh, you know what? I'm happy to hear it. It's important to recognize the times when you feel good and the times when you are happy. It's important to take a minute and say, hey, I feel good right now. As the godfather of soul, James Brown, said, I feel good, and I'm going to confirm that verbally for my self-esteem and worth. Are you willing to feel good? I need, I do need a verbal yes or no, or we will have to remove you from the feel-good row. I don't want to mess around on this one, Chris, because we have a temperature situation with our snack. <laughs> we, do, we have temperatures that are rapidly equalizing. That's right. So here's what we are trying and we can kind of talk more about them after we try them. Uh, we got the new pretzel Pop-Tarts. There are two flavors, chocolate and cinnamon sugar. And one thing that the side of the box recommends is putting it in the toaster, which I think is normal for a Pop-Tart. Yeah, that's the pop. That's literally the pop. That is the pop. And putting it in the freezer, which is bananas to me. But I do want to try it. So we've done both. We've put these pretzel Pop-Tarts in both the freezer and the toaster. And I think we should go ahead and try them now. So toaster chocolate. Let's do to- toaster chocolate first. Okay, so we're, we're just diving right in. Yeah, let's do I it. I suppose we will discuss our feelings about Pop-Tarts later. That's All right. right. I, I, I don't want to make the temperature diminish any further. All right, here we go. Cheers. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Get a lot of crust in those. Yeah. All right. Let's try freezer chocolate. Okay. Well, I got to open these. Oh, you, oh, you left them in the in the bag. Yeah. I just I put didn't, mine put mine direct in freezer. I feel like that would have been smart because I wouldn't have had to open four packs. But my wife did want to try some of these. So my wife tried the chocolate one last night and enjoyed it. Okay, here we go. Here we go with freezer freezer chocolate. Unpleasant. The coldness? Yeah, unpleasant. I don't like it. Alright. Toaster cinnamon sugar. Okay. Now I got this one a little singed, and that's on me. That's not on the Kellogg's Corporation. Freezer cinnamon sugar. I am freezer cinnamon sugar. Okay, freezer's definitely worse in both cases. I feel like putting your Pop-Tarts in the freezer is like when you see those cookbooks from the 50s that were clearly written by people in advertising who just drank all day. And so they were like, make a fucking Popsicle out of Miracle Whip. <laughs> we're up, the, the bomb's coming any day now. We might as well live it up. So I ate a lot of Pop-Tarts as a kid. And 
I'm also a Pop-Tart weirdo. Matt Wilson, the Pop-Tart weirdo. That's right. Chris, would you like to guess my favorite Pop-Tart? Unfrosted strawberry. Yes! (laughs) You nailed it. Crushed it. (laughs) Because I don't actually like that hard Pop-Tart frosting. Also, I ate Pop-Tarts, like, here's how old I am. I ate Pop-Tarts before, like, frosted Pop-Tarts were prevalent, before they were, like, the main version of Pop-Tarts. I remember when, like, the advertisements were all for unfrosted Pop-Tarts. And I got used to those. And so that's what I wanted. I've never been a fan of that Pop-Tarts frosting. Now a toaster strudel with frosting. Now we're talking about a whole different deal. I there was never a question in my mind of which Pop Tart would be your favorite, but I still held out hope that I was wrong as I said it. Now at work, we have our food website that occasionally does lists of ranked things, and I have to work with those all the time. Those are infuriating. They are, and there was a list of uh, best and worst Pop Tart flavors. And unfrosted strawberry was near the bottom. And I almost lodged a complaint, but I didn't. Because I understand I'm a weird person for liking those the most. Yeah, that's not the that's not the hill to die on, Matt. I'll tell you what is the hill to die on on those lists. Bojangles. The fried chicken one. Yeah, the fried chicken one put Bojangles excessively low. And I did get that one changed. Let me let me say, I did get that one changed. Anyway. Chris, do you have like a particular Pop Tart favorite or history with Pop Tarts? Well, Matt, I uh, I don't, I don't think this is a, I don't think this is a Pop Tart weirdo level preference, but I am equally happy eating a room temp Pop Tart untoasted as I am eating a toasted Pop Tart, and I feel like maybe that has something to do with like you know it used to be I would grab. I would grab one literally on the way out the door going to school and just like eat it in the backseat of my friend's car yeah. uh, while we drove to class. I think a room temp Pop-Tart, it's just a cookie that's acceptable to eat at breakfast. I think room temperature Pop-Tarts are fine, but toasting them makes them better. Toasting does, I think, objectively make them better. But even now when I will get up and I'll have like, you know, I have all the time. I have all the time in the world. I will still like, you know, every now and then I'll eat a room town Pop-Tart. I, I think toasting Pop-Tarts enhances the flavor of the Pop-Tart. Not only of the pastry on the outside, but the filling. Yes. That, like, again, objectively you are correct. Yeah. Uh, I will say... That I in these unprecedented times, mm-hmm. Matt. The, the the unprecedenting continues. How how long does this have to go before we it's precedented? I mean, honestly, it is precedented. There was a precedent. <laughs> it Do was a hundred like, years ago, but there was a precedent. That's true. But dude, like, do we like? I think it's gonna stop being unprecedented when it stops getting worse. Maybe, maybe. 
Uh, oh, Matt, I did just check, by the way. Good news. Good news. P- p- please supply me with some good news. Be- be by John Krasinski. Be-, be by John Krasinski. Give me some good news. Verified account. Pop-Tarts US. At Pop-Tarts US. Blue, blue check mark. Kellogg stands in support of the black community. Okay. Not tolerate I mean, discrimination. Believe all individuals should be treated with respect and speak up when we see behaviors that don't match our values. We're committing an additional $1 million to the NAACP, a longtime partner. All right. I'm going to look up Kellogg's annual profits. Um, Matt. <laughs> also, they didn't say the words. Uh, Kellogg's <laughs> global operating profit amounted to $1.4 billion U.S. dollars in 2019. So, less than less than one percent of their annual profit. Much less, in fact. Matt, <laughs> more like point zero zero one zero one percent of their annual profit is going Matt, to this. It's an additional one million dollars. You don't know what the existing number was. Uh, that's fair. That's a fair point. Second of all. Uh, like it is it is yes it is a symbolic gesture but it is a symbolic gesture it's and it's more I than not it's more than deborah did i'll say that it's more than that was my next point it's more than deborah did deborah ain't done it yet little debbie why why are you doing this to us and also again as much as as much as we we wish every company was ben and jerry's I am not counting on Kellogg's Pop-Tarts to to stop racism. It is not their job. I mean, it's all of our jobs, but it's not like specifically the makers of Pop-Tarts. Lil Debbie has tweeted a lot in the past few weeks and nothing. I'm up on that uh on that little Debbie account. They they're talking about Animal Crossing. They've got the the unicorn cake shirt they made for Animal yeah. Crossing. Yeah. A lot of talk about unicorns. The latest tweet is happy snacking to those who snack. And like, if you're going to support those who snack, Lil Debbie, how about you also support the rest of the people who killed, the police officers who killed Beyonce Taylor? How about that? That's all I'm asking. I don't, Little Debbie. Little Debbie essentially tweeted once a day until May twenty eighth, and then they stopped until June eighteenth. Yeah, so and then they came back with Happy Father's Day. Not like they didn't know. I f- Matt, are we? Is at War Rocket Pod the official Clytus Media Twitter account? Are we gonna have to like at Little Debbie and be like? Little Debbie, please say Black Lives Matter. I, I, you know what? We will do it when this episode goes up. We'll tweet it. Uh, we'll. I'm going to tweet it with the announcement of this episode of Snack Situation. All right. Before we, anyway, go, I was saying something, and I can't, oh yeah, it, it, these unprecedented times, Matt. These unprecedented times. Right, you were talking about that. Pop tarts have been a comfort food for my wife and I. Um, we weren't like buying Pop Tarts on the reg before. Yeah. But since March, every time we go to the store, 
It's a, it's at least one box of Pop-Tarts. And a thing that I have discovered about my beloved wife, she doesn't like the crust of a Pop-Tart because okay. it's bad. Yeah, to, it's not the best honesty, pastry. It's bad. I, you know, not to bring up the currently on hiatus Bon Appetit right now because of problems. Serious problems. I'm not making light of it. There are serious problems that I hope are being resolved at Same. Condé Nast right now. Uh, but when when Claire Saffitz made a Pop-Tart, she clearly made the crust much better than the regular Pop-Tart crust. Yeah. Because the crust is bad. The attractions for the Pop-Tart are filling and frosting, which is, again, which, again I knew what it was. But I hoped I was wrong. I don't like that hard frosting. It's not good to me. The only ones that my wife likes, and I think she's said this on the show before, I will, like, this show is a testament to the fact that I love a gimmicky bullshit food. Uh, I'll, like, I'll try anything that, that has a big new or limited edition sticker on it. My wife does not like gimmicks. But... She will eat any Pop-Tart that has a non-standard crust. S'mores. We got some of the Hostess Twinkie uh, Pop-Tarts. Or not Hostess Twinkie. Um, what are they? Uh, uh, cupcakes. Hostess Cupcakes. There's the Cookies and Cream Pop-Tarts that have a different mm-hmm. crust, I we've, think. We've got those right now. Yeah. But I'm the one who likes Frosted Strawberry. And Matt, I feel like that's that's the dynamic. <laughs> We're just two strawberries. One frosted, one on. One frosted, one resolutely plain. <laughs> what do we want to say about these pretzel pop tarts? Here, well, I want to talk about the very wordy packaging for these, which I don't believe is endemic to the packaging for regular pop tarts. Like the packaging for these is very different from standard pop tarts. It's a different color. The logo is distressed. Definitely new branding. New branding. There's like uh, uh, this logo on the front that has a pretzel, and then on one side it says sweet, but it looks like smeat and salty. Uh, And then, you know, nutrition facts on one side, standard stuff. On the back it says, your toaster just got hotter. Sweet and salty pretzel equals mind, period, blown, period. Then on the side, there's some wild information. The other side uh, opposite the nutrition facts. So there's the recommendation to put it in the toaster or put it in the microwave, which I've never done. I have never put a Pop-Tart in the microwave. Absolute madness. Have never, will never. Will never. And then there's the suggestion to freeze on the side. Uh, there's a suggestion to put the pouch in the freezer, wait 20 minutes, and enjoy that frosty tart, which we did. Then there's a disclaimer, which I find wonderful, which is okay. remove from foil before heating. I like that okay. almost as much as uh, on frozen pizzas where it says cook before eating. If it was, okay, but like, look, children eat Pop-Tarts, Matt, and if they say you can put it in the microwave and it's got that foil on it, that's going to be a bad time. 
That's going to be about time. Look, the reason that says that is because somebody did that. Somebody did that. Somebody put a foil wrapper with a Pop-Tart in it in the toaster or in the microwave, and it was a bad time. Uh, I personally find that uh, quite humorous. Not only is the packaging different for the pretzel Pop-Tart, I feel like the presentation of the actual Pop-Tart itself is also rather different. Because Can I tell you are... what it made me think of? Please do. Like the packaging. Yeah. Barbershop Quartet. Kinda. It's kind of got that feel. It's got like an old-timey Americana to it. The, there's, a, there's a pretzel design all around the border of the box that looks kind of like a barber pole. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's supposed to be like pretzels, like all braided, braided up, but it does have that barber pole kind of look. The sweet salty definitely looks like, well, I think it's supposed to be like a pretzel-y look. I think it's supposed to remind you of like Auntie Anne's pretzels. Uh, but it also looks kind of old-timey. Yeah. The Pop-Tarts themselves are frosted, but they're not frosted with that just like rectangle of frosting like on a regular frosted Pop-Tart. These are it's like squiggles of frosting, like four squiggles going up and down like this is, like it's a toaster strudel. Except Mm -hmm. on the chocolate ones, it's chocolate. And on the cinnamon sugar, it's like white frosting. But it reminds me of like when you first frost your own toaster strudel. Which I don't know if that's intentional or not, but it definitely springs that to mind. I cannot tell you how much there's a clear difference to me between Pop-Tart frosting and toaster strudel frosting. Worlds apart, Chris. Yeah. Like, the, the like toast, toaster strudels are a very different thing. Yeah. Also, I want to note how much these strike me as like you talked about a pop tart being a cookie you can eat for breakfast. Mm-hmm. At least the fruit flavored ones sort of have an air of breakfastiness to them. <laughs> as opposed to the ones that look like hostess cupcakes. Yeah. These strike me very much as a dessert food and I'll pull back the curtain here. Uh, we're eating this post dinner. And just imagine me in a thumbnail for a YouTube video, like with my arms up in the air. You you know, the YouTube video th- thumbnail pose. Yeah. And then the text next to me is, Pop-Tarts for dessert? That's what I think of these. <laughs> yeah. They, here, here's the problem with these tarts, Matt. The problem is this. The the selling point is pretzel, right? Like the sell like the what is advertised on the box, what is what is highlighted on the box, and what is the, the entire aesthetic, pretzel. It's pretzel, pretzel, pretzel. The pretzel aspect of these, to call it understated, is an is itself an overstatement. It's muted. It's muted. They like they're like, get a little get a little salty with your sweet. It's not. It's not at all. 
It's there a is little like salty. no salt flavor to this. I'm like salty. looking at it. There are salt grains on it. There's salt grains on it, but but Matt, they, they are a lie. I'm sorry. <laughs> if this I, thing I would, was like, I, but I don't know if it would be good if it was saltier. But I know it's not great, not salty. Yeah, I I would say the whole the whole deal with these is muted. Like when the out of the toaster ones were warm, I got a little more of a burst of flavor. But all in all, it's kind of like just altogether bland. Like the chocolate in the chocolate is kind of bland. The pretzel flavor is kind of bland. The flavor I like the most is the cinnamon sugar filling in the cinnamon sugar. But I I'm lacking much of it. You know, like th- there's th- more bread than filling for sure. And yeah, the, the filling is shockingly reticent. Yeah, I especially compared to like what's on the box. The box looks like there's a ton of filling in these. And I'm used to more filling just in a like a regular strawberry pop tart. But these like I want a lot more of that cinnamon sugar flavor in the cinnamon sugar and I'm not getting it. May I suggest something to you, Matt? Uh please do. Based on everything that we've said so far, and this was not something that I put together until this very conversation. Do you think this is meant to be a grown-up Pop-Tart? Like, this is meant to appeal to millennials. I think the packaging uh, sort of indicates that. And so they're like, hey, it's not sweet. Like the Pop-Tart of a child. Uh-huh. It's, it's a savory Pop-Tart, which it's not. The The marketing of it... So, on the nutrition facts, it says it's a good source of 3B vitamins. No child cares about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's on, like, children's foods, because... Yeah, it's, for, it's, for the, it's for the rents. Yeah. But the way it's presented makes me think this is a product for adults. Also, the slogan on the side that also has removed from foil before heating says waiting for your mouth to cool is greater than with a greater than sign waiting for your tart to cool. So like, go ahead and burn your mouth on this. Um, no, it's Which, not. It's not also wait for your tart to cool. What the, f- what that plus mind period blown period definitely makes me think that this is absolutely being marketed to older people. It's, Enjoy a Pop-Tart for dessert. After the salad, the doctor told you you had to eat. (laughs) A chilling look at my own life, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) So I think we've talked about these enough. Let's let's take a break and then rank them. All right, let's let's do that very thing. In 15 seconds, what is Nice Games Club? It's our game dev podcast. Steven, help! Game mechanics, accessibility, art and animation, level design, prototyping. Everything that goes into making video games. How's that, Mark? Nice. Listen to Nice Games Club wherever you get your podcasts or at nicegames.club. Welcome to Casual Magic, the show where we explore the fun side of Magic the Gathering. 
I'm your host, Shivam Putt, and each week we delve into everything from casual formats to explorations of creatures and card types to interviews with designers of the game. At Casual Magic, we believe that it just isn't magic without the gathering. Come along and play. Alright, we are back. We are. Matt. And I'm looking at the list, and I'll tell you what my eye is immediately drawn to. Because uh, are these good? They're good-ish. I think they're just disappointing. They're not what we wanted. The expectations were high. Would you agree? I did. Well, no. I suggested these, and I figured they were not going to be good. You didn't think they would be good. I did not think they would be good. I did notice an interesting detail during the break. The top pastry on these is pretzel. The bottom is just regular Pop-Tart. You know, I'm looking at it now, and I believe you are correct, Matt. The top is like a darker brown pretzel pastry. The bottom is regular-ass Pop-Tart pastry. Which I think is why you find the pretzel to be somewhat lacking. Half the pastry here is regular Pop-Tart. The whole thing, not pretzel. Which seems a bit like a bait-and-switch of sorts. It does, doesn't it? So, uh, let's first agree, which, which of these is better? I feel like the cinnamon sugar is better than the chocolate. Uh, I find the chocolate to be... Like, the chocolate flavor I find to be dull. The cinnamon sugar at least tastes like... I expect the, the filling tasted like I expected it to. Having just taken a quick bite of both of them, I do believe that is correct. All right. I think that is the correct statement. All right. So my eye is immediately drawn to another food item that I think you liked more than me that <laughs> I found to be very disappointing, M&M cookies and scream. No, I, I did prefer cookies and scream. I, I know you – I believe we had a – a disagreement on the placement of that on the list. Yeah. Well, if we look a little bit below that, I, I don't think these are too markedly different from, say, Flamin' Hot Limon Doritos, which were also not quite what you wanted. Yeah. I have no desire to uh, eat these <laughs> again or continue eating them. I, I The boxes I have in my house will probably get eaten, but I don't know if I'd buy them again. Yeah, that's that's how it's going to go with me. I might like pop a couple in the toaster tomorrow since I've got them. Yeah, you know? I, if I mean Marlene, Marlene has expressed that she does like the chocolate ones, so the chocolate ones will definitely get eaten, and I'll probably eat the cinnamon sugar ones because I like them. But there, you know, there are better things out there. Talk about having comfort food in the house. Like I buy a pack of Oreos like every other time I go to the grocery store. Because, oh yeah, oh yeah, man. Oreos yeah, Matt, did you know? Did you know they have double stuffed nutter butters now? Uh, I did not know that. That is good to know, though. Yeah, yeah, it is. So, I think maybe somewhere around the flame and hot lemon Doritos is where these could go, possibly. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, I think the cinnamon sugar pretzel pop tarts. Are better than the how uh, the uh, 
apple cinnamon ice cream that we had at the Apple Festival, which is more and more disappointing the further away I get from it. The thing I want to know, because this is the thing that only you had, where would you – were you not also similarly disappointed in the WWE ice cream sandwich? It it wasn't exactly what I wanted because of the vanilla wafers, but it was still fucking ice cream. It was still good. Uh huh. You know, like that that box got eaten, no problem, and they're enjoyable. I I I'd say those were more enjoyable than these. Because okay. again, it still had ice cream in it. Like it can't be that bad. Fair. Fair. I would say the cinnamon sugar pretzel Pop-Tarts go somewhere between Flamin' Hot Limon Doritos and apple cinnamon ice cream. This is the cinnamon one? This is the cinnamon one, yeah. The better one. I would... Mm, I'll... Mm. I would say pre- it's not as definitely not as exciting as the Philippine sweets. Yeah, the Philippine sweets had some good stuff in it. Zombo Manicho, I have zero memory of. It wasn't great. It was it was just okay at best. Then let's put it right there. Okay. So that's going to be the pretzel, pop tarts, cinnamon, sugar between sweets from the Philippines and Zombo Manicho. Does chocolate go right below that, or does it go down a little further? I think chocolate is markedly worse, but I do not think it is worse than the act of Tim Tam slamming, which is bad. Is it worse than apple fries, which are interesting in concept, but not great in execution? I am more inclined to eat apple fries again. All right, so between apple fries and the act of Tim Tam slamming is pretzel Pop-Tarts chocolate. 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 Um, But at least Kellogg's made a statement. Little Debbie, come on. Come on. And look, this is like this is this is like only 20% a bit. Oh, I mean it with my whole heart. Because I want to be able to enjoy Christmas tree cakes in a few months without having to be ashamed of it. I I just I if they can't even do the thing that we've all agreed is performative, I, do, I don't know what we're doing. Just do the thing. Just do the thing, little Debbie. Just do, little Debbie, just do it. Like, are you worried that too many racists eat your cakes and cream pies? I, I hate to suspect the worst of College Dale, Tennessee's little Debbie. But we've both been to Tennessee, Matt. I've been to College Dale. I've been to Little Debbie <laughs> as part of my reporting job years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Little Debbie, just do it, please. We'll be back in August with another snack. Probably some new gimmicky thing that we went to the grocery store to buy. I think, I think we should cook something. Maybe we'll cook something in August. Yeah. Maybe uh, a listener submit should submit a recipe for something they've been snacking on during these unprecedented times. And we'll make it. How's that sound? I think that would be quite fun. 
listeners, send us your ideas for, for stuff to make to feel better during unprecedented times. Thanks for listening, everybody. The pretzel Pop-Tarts, the mask has come off. They're only half pretzel. <laughs> it, the Deep State only put on half a pretzel on the Pop-Tarts. Guess what, Kellogg's? Your mask slipped. You know what? I was going to make a QAnon joke, but let's not. Bye, everybody. <laughs> this should, Is this... Matt, has this secretly become our weirdest show? It's always been our weirdest show, Chris, and there is no secret. You know, I feel like, you know, that's true. That's true. Bye, everybody. See you next month. We love you. We love you. Black Lives Matter. This has been a Kleidos Media production.